Welcome to the Next Steps Bible Reading Podcast. I'm Greg Whiting, reading from the One Year Chronological Bible, and today's reading is for July 16th. Isaiah's prophecies against Ethiopia, Babylon, Jerusalem, and Tyre may have been given between 714 and 701 BC. During this time, Ethiopia allied itself with Assyria to gain control of Egypt. A message about Ethiopia, Isaiah 18, 1-7. Woe to the land of whirring wings along the rivers of Cush, which sends envoys by sea and papyrus boats over the water. Go, swift messengers, to a people tall and smooth-skinned, to a people feared far and wide, an aggressive nation of strange speech, whose land is divided by waters. All you people of the world, you who live on the earth, when a banner is raised on the mountains, you will see it, and when a trumpet sounds, you will hear it. This is what the Lord says to me. I will remain quiet and will look on from my dwelling place like shimmering heat in the sunshine, like a cloud of dew in the heat of harvest. For before the harvest, when the blossom is gone and the flower becomes a ripening grape, he will cut off the shoots with pruning knives and cut down and take away the spreading branches. They will all be left to the mountain birds of prey and to the wild animals. The birds will feed on them all summer the wild animals all winter. At that time, gifts will be brought to the Lord Almighty from a people tall and smooth-skinned, from a people feared far and wide, an aggressive nation of strange speech whose land is divided by rivers. The gifts will be brought to Mount Zion, the place of the name of the Lord Almighty. A message about Egypt, Isaiah 19, 1-25. A prophecy against Egypt. See, the Lord rides on a swift cloud and is coming to Egypt. The idols of Egypt tremble before him, and the hearts of the Egyptians melt with fear. I will stir up Egyptian against Egyptian. Brother will fight against brother, neighbor against neighbor, city against city, kingdom against kingdom. The Egyptians will lose heart, and I will bring their plans to nothing. They will consult the idols and the spirits of the dead, the mediums and the spiritists. I will hand the Egyptians over to the power of a cruel master, and a fierce king will rule over them, declares the Lord, the Lord Almighty. The waters of the river will dry up, and the riverbed will be parched and dry. The canals will stink, the streams of Egypt will dwindle and dry up. The reeds and rushes will wither, also the plants along the Nile, at the mouth of the river. Every sown field along the Nile will become parched, will blow away and be no more. The fishermen will groan and lament, all who cast hooks into the Nile, those who throw nets on the water will pine away. Those who work with comb to flax will despair. The weavers of fine linen will lose hope. The workers in cloth will be dejected, and all the wage earners will be sick at heart. The officials of Zoan are nothing but fools. The wise counselors of Pharaoh give senseless advice. How can you say to Pharaoh, I am one of the wise men, a disciple of the ancient kings? Where are your wise men now? Let them show you and make known what the Lord Almighty has planned against Egypt. The officials of Zone have become fools. The leaders of Memphis are deceived. The cornerstones of her people have led Egypt astray. The Lord has poured into them a spirit of dizziness. They make Egypt stagger in all that she does. As a drunkard staggers around in his vomit. There's nothing Egypt can do, head or tail, palm branch or reed. In that day, the Egyptians will become weaklings. They will shudder with fear at the uplifted hand that the Lord Almighty raises against them. And the fear of Judah will bring terror to the Egyptians. 
Everyone to whom Judah is mentioned will be terrified because of what the Lord Almighty is planning against them. In that day, five cities in Egypt will speak the language of Canaan and swear allegiance to the Lord Almighty. One of them will be called the City of the Sun. In that day, there will be an altar to the Lord in the heart of Egypt and a monument to the Lord at its border. It will be a sign and witness to the Lord Almighty in the land of Egypt. When they cry out to the Lord because of their oppressors, he will send them a savior and defender, and he will rescue them. So the Lord will make himself known to the Egyptians, and in that day they will acknowledge the Lord. They will worship with sacrifices and grain offerings. They will make vows to the Lord and keep them. The Lord will strike Egypt with a plague. He will strike them and heal them. They will turn to the Lord, and he will respond to their pleas and heal them. In that day there will be a highway from Egypt to Assyria. The Assyrians will go to Egypt and the Egyptians to Assyria. The Egyptians and Assyrians will worship together. In that day, Israel will be the third, along with Egypt and Assyria, a blessing on the earth. The Lord Almighty will bless them, saying, Blessed be Egypt, my people, Assyria, my handiwork, and Israel, my inheritance. A message about Egypt and Ethiopia. Isaiah 20, 1-6. In the year that the supreme commander sent by Sargon, king of Assyria, came to Ashdod and attacked and captured it, at that time the Lord spoke through Isaiah, son of Amos. He said to him, Take off the sackcloth from your body and the sandals from your feet. And he did so, going around stripped and barefoot. Then the Lord said, Just as my servant Isaiah has gone stripped and barefoot for three years, as a sign and portent against Egypt and Cush, so the king of Assyria will lead away stripped and barefoot the Egyptian captives and Cushite exiles, young and old, with buttocks bared, to Egypt's shame. Those who trusted in Cush and boasted in Egypt will be dismayed and put to shame. In that day, the people who live on this coast will say, See what has happened to those we relied on, those we fled to for help and deliverance from the king of Assyria. How then can we escape? A message about Babylon, Isaiah 21, 1-10. A prophecy against the desert by the sea. Like whirlwinds sweeping through the Southland, an invader comes from the desert, from a land of terror. A dire vision has been shown to me. The traitor betrays, the looter takes loot. Elam, attack. Media, lay siege. I will bring to an end all the groaning she caused. At this my body is racked with pain. Pains seize me, like those of a woman in labor. I am staggered by what I hear. I am bewildered by what I see. My heart falters. Fear makes me tremble. The twilight I longed for has become a horror to me. They set the tables. They spread the rugs. They eat. They drink. Get up, you officers. Oil the shields. This is what the Lord says to me. Go, post a lookout, and have him report what he sees. When he sees chariots with teams of horses, riders on donkeys, or riders on camels, let him be alert, fully alert. And the lookout shouted, Day after day, my Lord, I stand on the watchtower. Every night I stay at my post. Look, here comes a man in a chariot with a team of horses. And he gives back the answer, Babylon has fallen, has fallen. All the images of its gods lie shattered on the ground. My people who are crushed on the threshing floor, I tell you what I have heard from the Lord Almighty, from the God of Israel. A message about Edom, Isaiah 21, 11 and 12. A prophecy against Duma. Someone calls to me from Seir, Watchman, what is left of the night? Watchman, what is left of the night? The watchman replies, Morning is coming, but also the night. If you would ask, then ask, and come back yet again. A message about Arabia, Isaiah 21, 
A prophecy against Arabia, you caravans of Didonites who camp in the thickets of Arabia, bring water for the thirsty. You who live in Tima bring food for the fugitives. They flee from the sword, from the drawn sword, from the bent bow, and from the heat of battle. This is what the Lord says to me. Within one year, as a servant bound by contract would count it, all the splendor of Kedar will come to an end. The survivors of the archers, the warriors of Kedar, will be few. The Lord, the God of Israel, has spoken. A message about Jerusalem, Isaiah 22, 1-14. A prophecy against the Valley of Vision. What troubles you now that you have all gone up on the roofs, you town so full of commotion, you city of tumult and revelry? Your slain were not killed by the sword, nor did they die in battle. All your leaders have fled together. They have been captured without using the bow. All you who were caught were taken prisoner together, having fled while the enemy was still far away. Therefore I said, turn away from me. Let me weep bitterly. Do not try to console me over the destruction of my people. The Lord, the Lord Almighty, has a day of tumult and trampling and terror in the valley of vision, a day of battering down walls and of crying out to the mountains. Elam takes up the quiver with her charioteers and horses. Kerr uncovers the shield. Your choicest valleys are full of chariots, and horsemen are posted at the city gates. The Lord stripped away the defenses of Judah, and you looked in that day to the weapons in the palace of the forest. You saw that the walls of the city of David were broken through in many places. You stored up water in the lower pool. You counted the buildings in Jerusalem and tore down houses to strengthen the wall. You built a reservoir between the two walls for the water of the old pool, but you did not look to the one who made it, or have regard for the one who planned it long ago. The Lord, the Lord Almighty, called you on that day to weep and to wail, to tear out your hair and put on sackcloth. But see, there is joy and revelry, slaughtering of cattle and killing of sheep, eating of meat and drinking of wine. Let us eat and drink, you say, for tomorrow we die. The Lord Almighty has revealed this in my hearing. Till your dying day, the sin will not be atoned for, says the Lord, the Lord Almighty. A message for Shebna, Isaiah 22, 15-25. This is what the Lord, the Lord Almighty says. Go say to this steward, to Shebna, the palace administrator, what are you doing here and who gave you permission to cut out a grave for yourself here, hewing your grave on the height and chiseling your resting place in the rock? Beware, the Lord is about to take firm hold of you and hurl you away, you mighty man. He will roll you up tightly like a ball and throw you into a large country. There you will die, and there the chariots you were so proud of will become a disgrace to your master's house. I will depose you from your office, and you will be ousted from your position. In that day I will summon my servant, Eliakim, son of Hilkiah. I will clothe him with your robe and fasten your sash around him and hand your authority over to him. He will be a father to those who live in Jerusalem and to the people of Judah. I will place on his shoulder the key to the house of David. What he opens no one can shut, what he shuts no one can open. I will drive him like a peg into a firm place. He will become a seat of honor for the house of the father." All the glory of his family will hang on him, its offsprings and shoots, all its lower vessels from the bowls to all the jars. In that day, declares the Lord Almighty, the peg driven into the firm place will give away. It will be sheared off and will fall, and the load hanging on it will be cut down. The Lord has spoken. A message about Tyre, Isaiah 23, 1-18. A prophecy against Tyre. Wail, you ships of Tarshish. For Tyre is destroyed and left without house or harbor. From the land of Cyprus, word has come to them. Be silent, you people of the island, and you merchants of Sidon, whom the seafarers have enriched. 
On the great waters came the grain of Sihar. The harvest of the Nile was the revenue of Tyre, and she became the marketplace of the nations. Be ashamed, Sidon, and you fortress of the sea, for the sea has spoken. I have neither been in labor nor given birth. I have neither reared sons nor brought up daughters. When word comes to Egypt, they will be in anguish at the report from Tyre. Cross over to Tarshish. Wail, you people of the island. In your city of revelry, the old, old city, whose feet have taken her to settle in far-off lands. Who planned this against Tyre, the bestower of crowns, who merchants are princes, whose traders are renowned in the earth? The Lord Almighty planned it, to bring down her pride in all her splendor, and to humble all who are renowned on the earth. Till your land, as they do along the Nile, daughter Tarshish, for you no longer have a harbor. The Lord has stretched out his hand over the sea, and made its kingdoms tremble. He has given an order concerning Phoenicia that her fortresses be destroyed. He said, No more of your reveling, virgin daughter Sidon, now crushed. Up, cross over to Cyprus, even there you will find no rest. Look at the land of the Babylonians, this people that now is of no account. The Assyrians have made it a place for desert creatures. They raised up their siege towers, they stripped its fortresses bare, and turned it into a ruin. Wail, you ships of Tarshish, your fortress is destroyed. At that time, Tyre will be forgotten for 70 years, the span of a king's life. But at the end of these 70 years, it will happen to Tyre, as in a song of the prostitute, take up a harp, walk through the city, you forgotten prostitute. Play the harp well, sing many a song, so that you will be remembered. At the end of 70 years, the Lord will deal with Tyre. She will return to her lucrative prostitution and will ply her trade with all the kingdoms on the face of the earth. Yet her profit and her earnings will be set apart for the Lord. They will not be stored up or hoarded. Her profits will go to those who live before the Lord for abundant food and fine clothes. And that's the end of the reading for July 16th. Well, often the beginning uh, chapters, like the first, it has 66 chapters like the Bible and the first 39 are kind of like the Old Testament, more about judgment for sin. And then the second half then has more to do with what's coming through Jesus. So here we have uh, these prophecies against these cities, against those who have not worshiped God and who have been the enemies of God's people. What sticks out to me is here uh, near the end of our reading. So it's Isaiah 23 and it's uh, verse 8. Who planned this against Tyre, the bestower of crowns, whose merchants are princes, whose traders are renowned in the earth? The Lord Almighty planned it to bring down her pride in all her splendor and to humble all who are renowned on the earth. Who planned the destruction? Who planned when these cities fall and when people are judged? God planned it. The Lord Almighty planned it to take them from their pride. Pride is, is this thing that is lifted up today, right? And, and to humble the renowned on the earth. So my takeaway for this devotional reading today is to have full confidence that when God is ready, and it might not be in my lifetime, but when he is ready, he will bring his judgment against those who have lifted themselves up in pride. He will bring them down and they will be judged. And, and although I'd rather focus on the, the deliverance part and the salvation part, that comes later in Isaiah, but this is also a part for those of us 
who trust in Jesus to hope for, to know that in one day, someday, all things will be made right and he will judge. So Father, today, that's what I take as a comfort. When I look around my world and I'm disgusted by, by some of the, the sins and the sins of pride about the sins, and yet, Lord, even if I cannot do anything about that today, I can certainly share hope with them. I can share your love with them. But Father, I know that one day you will make all things right. One day you will judge. The Lord Almighty will bring down the proud. And so I'm going to trust in that today, Father, as I focus on what you have called me to do. In Jesus' name, amen.